From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KCYX News for Thursday, November 19th. I'm Sarah Reif. Current local election results have not been completely tallied yet, but a new batch of ballots has been freshly counted, bringing the percentage of counted votes up to just over 68%. Maureen Mulhern and Glenn McGordy's leads in the supervisorial races have grown over their opponents, Mari Roden and John Kennedy, but in the Ukiah City Council race, Steve Scalmanini and Josefina Duenas have switched places. Duenas is now the second-highest vote-getter with 17.90%, while Scalmanini is third with 16.99%. Douglas Crane is still in the lead with 18.94%, but with two seats in the race, the top two contenders will win a seat on the council. 65.59% of the Ukiah vote has been counted. Assessor Clerk Recorder Katrina Bartlemay gave the Board of Supervisors an update earlier this week. We're processing our provisionals now. We've opened and have got everything ready, all the absentees ready to count. We counted an additional 11,000 by Friday. So we released those updated results. We've got about um, 1,800 um, between the first or the same day registration and the provisional ballots that we're processing now. We're about halfway through with that and then we'll be able to remake them to the proper precincts where we need to. So um, right now, um, with our update, um, we counted 36,586 ballots for 68.19% turnout. And then we had an original about 17,000 ballots left to count from election night. So I'm thinking that our turnout is probably going to be 75 to 78% turnout. We hope to have the provisionals done by by Wednesday afternoon or um, Thursday morning, and then we can start doing those and um, start um, back at counting um, the ballots that we have left to count and then the provisionals. And then we get to count our unused, and we've got a lot of work to do before we can, we can actually certify the results. Um, we're hoping to get that done the week of Thanksgiving, but it may not happen until the following week. We have 30 days to certify. So with this many ballots, um, it's taken us a long time to do that. In a previous election, the Measure B mental health sales tax measure passed three years ago this month. At yesterday's Measure B Citizens Oversight Committee meeting, Commissioner Lloyd Weir reported that at almost halfway to the five-year mark, the tax initiative's revenues are close to projections. We were projecting about $40 million over the five-year period. Uh, $30 million for facilities and about $10 million for operations. Uh, as you can see, life to date right now, our revenues are $20,707,328. Project manager Allison Bailey reported that the bid for the crisis residential treatment unit from Couples & Son came in under budget, including $50,000 for a solar panel roof. But the financial organization of Measure B has not been clearly laid out to everyone's satisfaction. There's been a delay in work on the Regional Behavioral Health Training Center, confusion about who would pay to use it, and lengthy explanations about how Measure B is paying its way for services from other county departments. Chair Donna Moschetti shared her analysis. One comment I would like to make, and I'm going to alienate everybody, but Measure B, whether we want to admit it or not, is basically a business, and we have expenses and we need to pay those. We lucked out, the sheriff's office absorbed costs for us the first year. The executive office absorbed costs for us the second year. We cannot expect behavioral health to absorb our costs. 
we would be stealing from Peter to pay Paul. The business plan is still a sticking point. Supervisor John Haschak, who's on a supervisorial ad hoc committee to work with Measure B on business plan goals, explained his thoughts about the plan thus far. You know, we got a financial plan that was presented to the oversight committee in August. And after that, we found that there were millions of dollars of mistakes in that. And then we got another plan that was presented to the oversight committee earlier in November. And we found that there, the ad hoc committee had like 20 questions for the project manager about that financial plan. And we haven't had any answers to them. There were, um, like in one case, there was $2,050,000. And then the next, when it was carried over, it came out to be 2500000 So when we have all these unknowns for the financial plan, we wanted to take a step back and make sure that it all fit together. And we're still, you know, we as ad hoc had proposed to the oversight committee to have a financial plan developed and the oversight committee decided not to go that direction. And so we're still waiting for what we consider a viable financial plan. In September, the Board of Supervisors voted to hold off on funding three Measure B proposed projects before a financial strategy was in place. Bailey said there was only a one-week delay in work on the training center, and Commissioner Carmelangelo added that no county buildings, including the training center, would even consider reopening until January due to safety concerns about the pandemic. Measure B may take on fiscal responsibility for crisis intervention training for first responders dealing with behavioral health crises. The committee voted 9-1 to to approve a request for $12,400 for the training, which would include all local law enforcement and the CHP. Final approval is up to the Board of Supervisors. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.